Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What do you think, Barry? A little new music track for season six. Mm. Oh, yeah. I dig it. Get into it, Blandy. Nothing? <laughs> what up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry? Motherfucking D. What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. Welcome, everyone, to the first episode of the new season. Our sixth season. We've been doing this for six years now, guys. Don't start. Six years of this misery. Been off for a while, Barry. You you said before we started recording, this was the longest hiatus we have ever had. People started asking me on Twitter, when are we coming back? When's the next show? Friends started asking. Family, even. Blandy's been bugging us for months. When are we recording again? Are we right, ever going to record again? Right. Is this still going or what? <laughs> Are we even doing it this season? Well, Just we're asking back. asking questions. Barry, how does it feel to be back? It feels really good. As soon as I signed on with you guys, I was like, fuck. I miss you. I miss you guys. I miss this. <sighs> I like this. <laughs> so it's good to be to be recording again. And we haven't talked that much. I mean, I haven't talked to you guys that much. No. A little bit. Whenever late. like a significant piece of news drops regarding the trade or an extension or something that's happened. Then we text a little bit. We get into a little argument and and that's when we talk about the Knicks. Well, everybody, don't forget, please subscribe to the one podcast that is better than therapy. Did I tell you guys what happened at one of my first therapy sessions? I don't I've been going to therapy for like a couple years now. Okay. Jay, I know you go, so you'll connect yeah. with this. Okay. One of the main pieces of my misery is the fucking Knicks, right? That's what you talk to the therapist But you feel about? a little weird. I feel a little weird talking to her about it. Yeah, then she'd <laughs> realize you really are a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. Like one of my first <laughs> sessions with her, I wanted to talk about the Knicks. And I was like, you know, I'm going to talk about the Knicks today. She has to know <laughs> like how it really does affect my happiness. Right. And you're supposed to be honest with them. Right? Sure. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, so I sit down on the couch. She's like, what do you want to talk about today? And I was like, well, sorry, I started to talk about the Knicks for like a couple seconds. I said- This like, is a recent visit. No, this was like a while. This was a while ago. Okay. Um, And she was like, is that really what you want to talk about? <laughs> Which I don't think a therapist should do, right? you know? She made me feel weird about it. Right. I haven't so she's, she's thinking there's bro- something deeper, like you're trying to cover up what it is you really want to talk about. Let's just talk about the Knicks. So like, no, you're right. No, of course not. But the, I fucking wanted to talk about it. Sure. And I bring that up because this week I wanted to talk about it because this sucks. 
This has been the worst summer I've had in a long time. And why? Not because of anything going on in my personal life. Not because I fucking COVID knocked the shit out of me for like a full 11 days. Not because of work. Because of Donovan Mitchell. It's the same thing as like when you're waiting for like, it's like when you're waiting for a test result. You just took a big test. You studied forever for it. And you're waiting to get your grade back. And it's like every day you think it's going to be there. And, and the fucking teacher's slacking. They're not giving you your grade. And it creates what a lot of the anxiety. When was the last time you went to school and waited for a test? 30 years ago, Barry? <laughs> you don't That's have to bring the up analogy you come up with. You never are. forget that feeling, Craig. You never forget that feeling. Barry, would you bet on this trade happening before Labor Day? Labor Day is very soon, Craig. It's like a week away. I thought you were going to say, but I bet it happening before the season. And even that's difficult to say. I would bet yes on that, but even that's okay. not a hundred percent. So, uh, I no, I don't think it'll happen before Labor Day. Do I think it'll All happen? Right, well, hold no. You when you don't think so? I was just I looking for like a season, quick response here. Labor Day. No. I just want to get into the bet online ad, Barry. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> we right, there are odds on this. We can Donovan dig Mitchell deeper later. On, on I don't know actually. Can you check? No, I'm not. No, checking. Right. <laughs> guys, bet they don't online. Pay us enough for me to check. <laughs> Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Mm. Find reviews and news for every league, including MLB, NFL, the NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even something that's not a sport, golf. <laughs> Bet- <laughs> I'm ad living a little there. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports inf- info. From live in-game betting, props, and futures, head on over to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, guys. Well, we started to talk about it. Donovan Mitchell has taken over our summers. Well, not mine. It hasn't taken over yours? You've been having fun? Yeah. What have you been doing? You've been a man obsessed, but... People have been worried you're about not your obsessed. health. No, no. So what have you been up to this summer? Lots of fun things. You're not checking Twitter all the time like me? To see if Donovan Mitchell is a Nick? No, because I know that as soon as he is, one of the two of you will text me. Well, not you're only not, that. I mean, you're I've not got... browsing the Instagram uh, right. bios of Donovan Mitchell, <laughs> Obi Toppin, no, Emmanuel no, Quickly, nope. Quentin Grimes, Julius Randle, and Deuce McBride even? No. No. You're not oh doing my God! That. Quickly and Mitchell had a steak together at a restaurant in Soho, and he's come. I don't know. Those people are crazy. No offense, <laughs> but I am just checking. I'm I'm watching all those videos, but I'm checking their bios to see if anything changes. You don't do that. No. That's not no. Normal. Barry, do you do that? No, no. We've seen it so many fucking times. Normal. Somebody changes something, or they unfollow something, and it means nothing. When this happens, time, Donovan you have Mitchell. No idea. This, no this morning after RJ got the extension, Donovan changes, which we all know. And that does mean something. He hasn't changed it in this entire offseason. It it means something for sure. But if this trade happens, we'll find out. So what, you know. And my notification will go off. That's it's right. It's either going to be so by Woj who, or by Shams. One of those two are going to report it first. And I'll get a notification and I'll see it. And that'll be I don't that. need to refresh and refresh. Barry, have you gone away this summer? Done anything good? Yeah, I had a couple of mini vacations this summer. One to D.C. for a few days, and then uh, just last week to uh, Universal Studios for a week. Nice. Very nice. Anything funny happened there? Anything good? Uh, 
uh, long flight home, you know, uh, coming <laughs> How home. How long? Was, How long? So, like, we were supposed to take off at 9.30 p.m. and land at 12.30, which is fine. We booked that flight, and we liked the idea of getting a whole day there, but the flight got delayed. Then it got delayed further, even after we boarded the plane, because people wouldn't fucking sit where they're supposed to sit. This is Frontier Airlines, and, uh. you know, they tell you where to sit. You can't pick your seat. And a family got split up, and this guy wouldn't go back to his seat like he's supposed to. The pilot had to get on and said, look, we're not getting off the runway until everybody goes to their seat, and then you can figure out, you know, if you need to switch. So that took another fucking, you know, 45 minutes. We finally take off after midnight, and then we touch down at the airport, wheels down on the ground, then we go back up in the air. And it's another 15 or 20 minutes before the pilot gets on. We're wondering what... You know, did he land at the wrong airport? It's like, what the what the hell's going on? He gets on the um, on the loudspeaker and he says, uh, "Sorry, guys, there was a dog on the runway." <laughs> Get the fuck I out! Shit you not. I, first fucking time that's a ever loose happened. dog. Apparently, there was a dog on the runway, and I guess he didn't want to kill the dog. He didn't want to have to, you know. So he so he flew back oh, up in the air. Oh, Another oh. 25, 30 minutes swirling around until we Where finally. Did you fly I got into? home at three thirty. I slip. Fucking twenty minutes from my house. And there's a stray dog running around. There's a stray dog running around at MacArthur Airport. Just fucking kill the dog. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yes. You're putting everybody else in danger, right? If the dog is, you know, if the dog can't hear a fucking jet engine coming down and can't get out of the way, I mean, the dog doesn't have much longer to live anyway. How's he going to survive? So, yeah, that's my one interesting story. (laughs) Wow. What time did you get home, did you say? 3.30 in the morning. Three thirty, and then kids I went exhausted? to work at seven seven thirty in the morning. How are your kids? Uh the kids stayed in Florida. I'm I'm kidless this week. You got kids home. You landed at three thirty in the morning, or you got, got home at three thirty in the morning. Yeah. You Slept basically owned that fucking hours. bike shop, Barry, and yeah. you had to go in at seven thirty. It was a Saturday. You couldn't morning. delay you your be, entrance that day. It was Saturday morning. I missed all week. You got to be there. Commitment from this guy, Blandy. Hey. That's what it's about. Could you imagine what that's like, Blandy, to be that committed to your job? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Uh, are, you, are you implying <laughs> I'm not committed to my job? Not like that, no. Well. Haven't you, like, there have been, we've had podcasts that end at, like, 11 p.m., and then you end up playing a movie for your class the whole next day, so you don't have to do anything. Um... That might have happened once or twice. Yes. <laughs> you remember now, I shouldn't that, be complaining. I shouldn't be complaining about getting home at three thirty. Didn't you go to Florida as well? But you drove to Florida, so that can't I, be we, fun. We either. drove. I got home this Sunday night at around ten p.m. and we left at eight a.m. that day. I drove from Fayetteville, North Carolina, which is a, like the halfway point to home. Right. And I drove for like. That's 14 hours. It shouldn't have taken that long, but there was a ton of traffic. And I almost died. My whole family was almost murdered (laughs) on our drive home, by the way. I think I was like an inch away from us all dying. I'm smiling about that, and I don't know why, but it was the scariest moment of my life. We're driving. It was Saturday, right on the border of Florida and Georgia on 95. Driving in the right lane, going like 75, right? Speed limit 70. I'm going like between 75 and 80. I'd be doing 90 if I knew I had to get back to New York. 
<laughs> I was like at like 80% awakeness levels. So I just try not to go too fast. And um, we're driving and I, I just happen to look in my rear view. And right when I look in my rear view, I see like a blue sports car, like a blur. You know, those cars on the highway that like are zipping, weaving yes. in and out and look like they're going like 140 miles an hour. Yeah. They need like an inch of so, daylight and they're going to go for it. That's what this looks behind me. Even though it's not like a busy road or anything. It's not a crowded road. But I look in my review and there's a sports car right on my ass and it zips around me to the right. Right? That happens right. a lot when you're driving. Okay? Right. It happens. And you said you're in the right lane, right? I guess I wasn't. Maybe, uh, I guess I was in the center lane. Okay. And so he zips around me to the right and I was like, whoa. And I, I was like trying to do that to like get the attention of my family so they could see. I, I want them to see this fucking car zip by me on the right. But right when I was like, whoa, and I, was, I turned to the right and I expected it to come flying by me, it doesn't. And then I feel this like boom. Oh. Like you could feel it. And I look in my rear view and the car slammed into the wall. Ooh. Oh, and shit. is spinning through all the lanes with other cars like hitting it, pieces oh. flying in the air, smoke. And I'm like, right when I felt the boom, I like slammed on the gas as hard as I could to try because I just assumed that was what happened to Major get out accident, of, to huh? get out of the fucking way, dude. I was like shaking <laughs> for like an hour because I was like, I, I mean, when I looked at my rear view, he was like, I would have thought he was like touching my bumper when he zipped by me. So I can't imagine how close he was to either like clipping me when he lost control, hitting the wow. wall, and then hitting me. And I'm in my car that. You guys know what I drive has a tendency they can roll. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like thinking like, oh my God, if you flip me and happened like flipping down the highway. You know, the good Samaritan that you are, what happened when you pulled over and you went to tell the cops that this guy was in the wrong so you could give your statement because you saw everything that happened? Oh yeah, I was long gone, Barry. <laughs> right. Fuck that and I was just happy to fucking be alive. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> and I was actually, but for like hours, I was saying to my wife, I was like, was it possible that was my fault? You know, like, no. <laughs> is there a cop going to, is yeah. is he going to be like, yeah, guy was going so slow, so I had to get around. That fucking guy caused me you to know, You hate it because other people were involved, but like, these are the people, it's like, you know, you hope something happens to them because they fucking deserve it driving Yeah, that way, and they but, never, but nothing ever does. They always end up hurting somebody else or somebody else right. gets pulled over. So exactly. fuck that Dude, guy. Dude, yeah. it was yeah. fucking frightening. It's crazy. It looked like a NASCAR. Like, have you ever seen a NASCAR accident yeah. where they hit the wall and they're spinning out of control and everyone's like crashing into them and pieces are flying through the air? That's what it looked like. Well, I went to Florida and I had nothing like that. No dogs on the <laughs> runway, no, you know, no near death experiences. Everything was good. All right. Well, here we are. As usual, we're like 15 minutes into this podcast. We've barely talked about the Knicks, but well, there's two things to talk about. Well, let's get to it, man. Donovan Mitchell rumors are continuing. Let's first start with RJ. Um, after it feels like months of these Donovan Mitchell negotiations, apparently Leon Rose set this deadline for this Monday, right? Is that three yep. days ago yep. at this point? Yeah, three feels days like so ago. Long ago. <laughs> he said that he told the Jazz, "Shit or get off the pot." Monday at like moves. yeah, Monday at like midnight. RJ Barrett. All of a sudden, news comes out that we're extending him rookie extension, four years. What was it? One hundred seven million, up to one hundred twenty. One twenty. With if he hits certain numbers and bonuses and all that. So I was excited about that. I think Knicks fans everywhere were very excited. There were rumors well that deserved. he could potentially be in the Donovan Mitchell deal. 
They're saying now he still could be. I know Barry thinks he's going to the Lakers, so we can talk. No, about No, it's bit. not that. <laughs> it's it's how more are you than feeling? Think, how are you feeling with the contracts? I think it's well deserved. I think anybody else uh, with the caliber of play that he's put up would have already been signed to an extension. So I'm glad that he got it. Um, you know, I was bringing up the Lakers to you the other day, and and yeah, I said it's it's still possible. You said he's definitely off the table, and and most likely he is because it is a tough, you know. Uh, now with that poison pill and the whole thing, it's a tough uh, trade to make, but it's not impossible. More than anything else, I think if, if and when the trade gets done, I think the Lakers will be involved somehow, and a Nick may end up on the Lakers. You know, the other day I was saying, you know, it could be RJ, but most likely, obviously not. But but in one way or another, Lakers will probably be involved because it looks like Ainge isn't going to get the number of picks he wants from the Knicks alone. No. He wants a lot, and the you know, Lakers have two highly coveted picks sitting there in their possession. They got a guy they want to move, which they can throw picks at team's way if they take him, and, you know, they're probably going to get involved here. Yeah, so we've heard, like, a lot of rumors of who could be involved in a Mitchell deal. What do you what do you guys think about these rumors that RJ was being offered up by Leon Rose and, like, the latest, I guess the latest offer before we extended RJ was RJ... And three unprotected picks, two yeah, unprotected. Picks. Two picks, right? unprotected. I think it was two unprotected, and then three additional. But R.J. Picks. Fournier and those picks. Yeah. What do you think of that? Because that is, uh, it's just confusing. You know, I think we okay. all we all thought that the Knicks and the fans thought R.J. and still think R.J. is a huge part of this team, and we started to started to be the focal point at one point last season. He's been getting better every year. He obviously has a lot of things to work on, but he's 22 I, years old. And we I were really he, offering him for Donovan Mitchell I, I to avoid really having think, to send too many picks over there. I don't think that that was a real offer. I got to be honest. I mean, like maybe really? they made that offer, but I mean, an offer in terms of really just trying to see how committed Danny Ainge was to making this about the picks. I, you know I, I mean? agree. Yeah. I agree because to me, it just doesn't make sense that. It's like two different, two totally different opposite sides, right? One, you're extending him for four years. Is gonna go. Right. You're going to pay him a lot of money. And one is you're giving him up to Ainge and the Jazz so you can maybe not send one extra fucking pick over there. It's. Well, it I think that to... I think like Jay's, I think, hold on. I, I think that they were, they knew Ainge wasn't going to take it. Yeah. And even if he was like, yes, I'll take that, they could still be like, all right, well, now we want, like, then, then they can add something else. It's not like once he says yes, it's done, you know? This is just their way of getting to see how committed he was to making it all all about picks. Look, obviously, Leon Rose values players and his picks at a certain metric, right? And he adds them all up together, and that's what he's willing to give up for Mitchell. I think it's very possible that he was willing to give up RJ in a Donovan Mitchell deal. I mean, do you... Can you honestly say that you 100% believe that RJ is going to surpass Donovan Mitchell in his in his career trajectory? I can't say that. I think no, the potential but, but is I, there but, that he can. I think he could be a more well-rounded player. And, and fuck, he's only 22 years old. Yeah, he certainly can, but I don't know that for sure. And if you tell no, me I could get Donovan not. Mitchell on this team now for what RJ is, and I'm okay with giving up those two protected picks— I think it's certainly possible the Knicks would have done it. I don't. Yeah, think but wouldn't you rather give up other guys? <laughs> but you'd rather give up the other guys. You know, RJ. I know everyone loves Grimes and Ob and even quickly, but none of them have proven what 
RJ, what we know RJ is. Right. No. Right. You know, and RJ he's younger than all of path. them. Yeah. He's like two years younger than all of them. He's already scoring 20 a game. We know, we know what he has inside of him. We know how committed he is. We know he gets, he's going to get better every year. He's not, we don't know what Grimes is going to be. I, I, right. We don't and know we what also know what he's be. done like up to this point. Like one like fascinating thing. And, and, and again, there's like all these different statistics you could look at, but RJ Barrett's one of only five players in NBA history that have at least 3000 points, 1000 rebounds, and have made over 203 pointers by the age of 22. And the other four guys are Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, and Luka. That's yeah. it. That's small company. So when you have that on your resume and the fact that he has progressed numbers-wise, maybe not efficiency this past year, but everything else, yeah, if you could hold on to that and you know continue to believe that he can be a cornerstone you know, or your second piece or third piece when you finally become a championship contender, yeah, you're going to do that. So yeah, the Mitchell deal's not done. It's just, you know, RJ's probably out of it. And then again, like you said, it's probably for the best. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, there have been some memes mocking the Knicks' big three, or I've, been, I've heard it called the mid three, which is right. Brunson, <laughs> RJ, come and on. Randall and how much money they make, whatever. Yeah, come on. Um, but when I see those memes, I just think about like Donovan Mitchell joining them and it just totally changes everything to have those four guys that, versus like taking of- out RJ and you have Donovan with Julius and Brunson. Okay, but wouldn't you rather have RJ there than these <laughs> right. other guys? And there's a shit ton yeah. of other teams. You look at their, you know, three highest paid players and, you know, it's garbage. So Oh yeah, Washington has silly, like silly thing. 480 million yeah, or something I saw invested that. Kuzma. in Kuzma, KP, and Beal. Yeah. So sure, you got Beal, who's one of the best players in the NBA. And Kuzma then turned KP things around this Kuzma. past year. Kuzma, Kuzma was looking good the last half of the season. Sure. But like Brunson, Randall, like these guys are not making. It's not they're not max players, you know. Right, and that's another good thing too. I think the Knicks got. I think the value was right there for what they paid RJ, what he got. You know, he, they didn't give him the max, which a lot of players, you know, for for all the things we already mentioned, the the the, the numbers that he hit to this point. And it's, you know, in three NBA seasons, a lot of guys would have gotten the max because people do get overpaid. So I think they came in at the right number. Yeah. Let's talk about all the rumors of Mitch, mm. who, who might be in the trades, who might not. Let me just run through like some things that have happened or things that Knicks fans have been debating with jazz fans or with each other. Um Obviously, it's you got the young players on the Knicks who might or might not be involved in the three names you were always hearing before RJ came into it where Obi, Quickly, and Toppin. Not Obi, Quickly. Obi, Grimes, and Quickly, right? Then you, then RJ was thrown in there. Let's just pretend he's out of it for now, but those guys have been going in and out. You haven't heard a lot of Quickly rumors. It's mostly been Obi or Grimes or both of them, right? Right. And then you got the number of protected picks versus unprotected, somewhere around like five picks, and then... A question of how many are protected and unprotected. Right. You've had mystery teams being being interested in Mitchell, right? These mystery teams. You've had Cleveland, Miami, Brooklyn, maybe. All of a sudden, now Washington, supposedly. You've heard the Lakers maybe being interested. The Lakers maybe as a third team with you, which you mentioned. Barry, Jay, right now, you've got Ange on the phone. All right. He wants to strike a deal. Ainge says to you, 
What is the best deal you can give me right now? And we're going to make this happen if I'm good with it. What are you offering up for Donovan Mitchell? I'm giving you, I want to keep quickly. All right. He's mine. He stays in there. You like IQ. Out of those three guys, if I can keep one, I'm keeping Why is quick. That? Why? I think he's, he's shown what it could be. I think he's versatile enough to play the point or the two. I think he's, you know, he's got a shot. He could create, he could facilitate. I like the way he works with his teammates. I like all that stuff. Grimes has one year under his belt. He's got, I mean, how many games did he play last year? Less than 50 games he played last year. Um, you know, he showcased talent for sure. But again, that's if that's going to be the number one thing in my piece, you know, aside from the picks, I'm willing to give that up if I'm getting Donovan. Um, I could go one of two ways, Craig. I give you OBN Grimes, but then you're only getting, I maybe give you yeah, probably two protected picks and two unprotected, or I'm just giving you one of the two, Grimes or OB. I imagine they're going to want Grimes. That's right? what they're Because he's what got the shot are, yeah. and everybody wants shooting. He's young. Um, And in that case, I would I would probably go to three unprotected plus two protected. That's, that's five picks you're getting plus Grimes plus Fournier we'd give you. All right, that's your those best would be offer. my two. Those would be my two offers. Flandy, what about you? Um, I think of the three young guys, Grimes is the one that I'm willing to to get rid of. I think anybody who says anybody who says that Grimes is the reason not to make make the deal, I think that's to me is insane. Like that that's that's crazy to me. It's almost um, like they forget that they're getting Donovan Mitchell back in this deal. You're not giving him up for nothing. Like, how could you be like, no, pass, because I don't want to give up Quentin Grimes. It's Quentin Grimes. Yes, he could be a good 3 and D player. He's got a nice touch. He had some good games. But that's really what's going to stop you from getting Donovan Mitchell, giving up Quentin Grimes? No, there can't be any hesitation. Are you giving up more than Grimes? (sighs) I mean, you're probably going to have to throw another player in there, even though they don't really want players. I mean, I prefer not to throw OB and Grimes in there. You know, I I would prefer not to do that. If it had to be, you know, All right, I'm ask, I asked you what your best offer is for Ainge. So I'd say you have Fournier, one opportunity here: Fournier, Grimes, and four picks. And you guys, you're fine with that? Him saying no to that and just walking away? Yeah, and running yes. out. See, I this Brunson is and, and RJ and Randall and, and we still keep OB, we still keep Grimes, we still keep Quick, we got Derek Rose. It, yeah, I'm fine. I'm not expecting this team to make waves in the playoffs with that roster. What I'm expecting this be, team to do is be competent. It would be different if this team hadn't made any changes, I think. But you're coming back with a team that's different than last year, and we're expecting a different result. Anyway, you know, between you're fucking inputting Jalen Brunson for Alec Burks for Christ's sake at your starting point guard. I mean, that's a hell of a lot to get me excited to go into this season. If it's Mitchell, get Mitchell, or go and run it back with the exact same roster. Although that's that's a different story. That's not what this is. Right. So I would give up more than you guys. Go ahead. I guess if I had one opportunity with Ainge, and if he doesn't like it, he's gonna hang up the fucking phone. We're never going to hear from him again. Yeah. Because I get excited about these reports that the Knicks think they could get someone else to join if Mitchell comes. And then it's like, 
And then what are we talking about here? You, well, first, you got to get Mitchell. So what's your deal so, to Ainge? I never wanted to give up this much. And for, for the whole summer, I've been saying, it's got to just be like one of these guys. Oh, see, see, Ainge has him exactly where he picks. wants him. Yeah. That's what Ainge wants. And I'm saying this, and I honestly fun. think this is what the deal's going to be. Go ahead. I think this is what the trade's going to be. So I think everybody needs to start fucking warming up to it <sighs> and understanding what Mitchell's going to do for us. And not forget what you just said, that we're getting back a 25-year-old all-star. Okay? We're adding him... You might lose, t- let's say you lose two young guys, you're replacing them with one great I know, young guy. I know the players. So you're only say. going down, you're down one young guy. All right? And some <laughs> okay. picks, which let's face it, we fuck up every fucking season anyways. Who cares? <laughs> you got a point there. Who, I barely care about the picks. I really, truly barely care about them. Right, right. I, I, and these are two of them, I'm, one of them is one of my favorite guys. I almost bought a fucking jersey of his. Right. Last year, but I love IQ too, and I think that he might make improvements this year. And I just love him, and I know he's buddies with Donovan Mitchell. That shouldn't matter, but if <laughs> but it's if also, it also seems Mitchell, like he's buddies I with can. Tibbs, which should matter. <laughs> you also never hear Emmanuel's name in any of these fucking rumors, so I feel right. like I'm confident he's not. It's going almost anywhere. like he's an untouchable. <laughs> Good for well, him. I'm giving up Grimes, Obi, and five fucking picks, three unprotected. Right, I thought I thought that's what you were gonna say, and And I I love Obi. You can't go more than that, obviously. No, you can't. Um, I I talked to you about you guys about this the other day, and I I tweeted about it. I don't tweet out source shit, and I'll be honest. I'm gonna be totally honest here because I'm honest on this podcast. Like, there's different levels of sources, you know. When you got a source, there's like A level sources, which is probably if like Woj is talking to fucking worldwide West. Right, or, or right. a player's agent. <laughs> yeah. Then there's like there's like D-level sources. Somebody that does speak to people within an organization, but they're like you and me, you know? <laughs> and it's not bullshit. But someone I know who's, who has worked at organizations like the Nets as a scout reached out to me and he, had, he apparently speaks to people within the Knicks organization. He told me weeks ago, that they had this whole plan to make Knicks fans think that RJ was could be involved in this trade for the only purpose so that when they hold on to him and they're able to keep him, that fans are just so grateful that we're able to hold on to RJ that they're more okay with giving up the ransom that they were about to give up. And to me, if that guy, if the, this is, if he's right, I don't know. I believe him because I've talked to him for years. Um, he once in a blue moon reaches out to me with some sort of info without me at coming to him. Um, like he sees my tweets and he's, he just wants to like calm me down about, he actually like saw my tweets and he was like, Hey man, I just want to like, it seems like you're really worried about RJ. So I just want to give you some info that I have. <laughs> <laughs> he's not looking for me to like share it or anything. Um, to me, that makes it seem like the Knicks are about to give up way more than the fans would be happy giving up. Like, if it was just Grimes, like, do they really need to go through that? Why wait all of this time only to just give in to what what Ainge wants? I mean, are they giving in? Are they giving in? I mean, Ainge, are they giving in? I think in this case, it's almost like it's almost like a mini power play if they. If they're in talks and they, for all this time, say RJ is on the table, 
And the Jazz still aren't accepting any offers. And then Leon Rose puts out a deadline like a Monday night because he's always had the intention of extending RJ. And then he says, look, Ainge, you know, you got till Monday night. And then he know, you know, Rose knows that he's going to extend him anyway. And then Ainge doesn't come through Monday night and he gives him the extension. It's almost like a power play. Like, look, I told you I was going to fucking extend him. Now you lost RJ. So now here's what's left on the table for you to take. You know, it's almost, it's a little bit of a power move. It's, it's not like there are other offers really out there. All this stuff about these mystery teams. I mean, come on. It's all crap. Yeah, you I know, know that. I know crap. that. But some fa- like I know a lot of fans say we have leverage and we're in pa- like we shouldn't negotiate against ourselves. And maybe the Jazz really do want. Maybe they have to trade Mitchell before training camp, or they they really prefer to. But they can just not trade him. They don't have to trade him to us. There is a risk that they don't trade him, or they decide to trade him somewhere else for a for a comparable offer. Or just an offer that's different that for whatever reason they like somewhat well, the again, same. Like you, you could lose him. And I just don't think it's worth I don't think you shouldn't make the trade because you're like, I don't want Ainge to win this trade. And there, he there wanted are definitely cl- other like trades. I want to win this trade. I'm not worried about we're gonna win this trade. We're gonna win this trade if we give them Grimes, Obi, and five picks. The thing is, there are other trades on the table. And if there's a team out there that's willing to bring in the Lakers into this deal and take on Westbrook's contract, even if they end up just waiving him, but can get two picks out of the Lakers, whether it goes to that team or the, the picks end up going to Utah. I mean, Utah would love to have those picks. I mean, those are probably more valuable than the Knicks picks. I mean, those are 2027 and 2029 are those Lakers picks. And I mean, where the Lakers are right now with LeBron and AD at the age that they are, and by that time, those contracts are going to be out and they're going to be old as fuck. Who knows who the Lakers are going to have left on their team? They're probably in a worse position than the Knicks. Those are the valuable picks. So again, if if Jazz could get their hands on those picks and get a, a different team involved that's going to make that trade happen, I mean, that that's what might be the difference to them. Even if it's the same number of picks overall, if they get two of those picks instead of the Knicks picks, that might be better for them. So I don't think the Knicks are the only players in town. I still think they're in the, in the lead and everything's pointing to Donovan ending up here. But it's it's not you know it's not a hundred percent. Yeah, and and just to me, risking not being willing to give up Grimes and Obi and just say you can just have one of them with the five picks, which I just I just don't value them that much. When we have right. eleven over the next, so we're still going to have a decent amount of picks. There's going to be missing four I'm, or five. I'm of with them. you as far as where I level those because of the track record, and also if you believe that, look, if the Knicks get Donovan over here. And they really show that that they're competitive enough to be in the mix, you know, maybe get to a second round. And if you're under the belief that, yeah, that's what they needed to get another star drawn here, then you don't need those picks. Yeah, if you especially if you think they're getting another star once right. Donovan comes. Like that's are, more valuable. I'm not worried about the unprotected. I know that a lot of fans are. But and, and, what are we gonna end up with? What are we gonna end up with at best an eighth pick, a tenth right. pick? And the guys that us? would have gotten to you at that point in the season now on your team are Donovan Mitchell, who's, what, 25? R.J. Barrett, who's 22? Jalen Brunson at 25? Julius Randle at 25, 26? You still have a young group of guys that got you there, and now you're adding a star? Yeah, That's more valuable than the picks at that point. Then you go on a, 
on a run. I mean, you got a number of years under your belt that you're going to be competitive and you can make a run at the championship. And, it's all, and it's like, all steps. Yeah. And like I said, we would, if, if you give up Grimes and Obi and you take back Donovan, you're down one young guy. Obi's like the same. I'm always 24, 25 years old, or he's going to be 25, <laughs> like right. virtually the same age as Donovan. Right. So you're 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 just you're just down one young guy. You still have a team filled with young guys, and especially if we can't find a trade partner for Julius, which it doesn't seem like we can. I always wanted Julius to be gone and Obi to slide into that role, and a lot of Knicks fans do, but it doesn't look like that's happening. So do we really need to... We're not going to get Donovan Mitchell so we can have Obi play 14 minutes a game for Thibodeau for the next few years while Randall's under contract to get 14 minutes of fucking Obi and for us all to be stressed and annoyed all year that he's not getting more playing time. Right. We're going to miss out on Donovan Mitchell for 14 minutes of Obi a game. Right, which is going to be the difference it? of wins and losses. Come on. <laughs> it's, it's really going to make or break... Just so we can say that we didn't succumb to Danny Ainge as much as we don't like him. I don't think it's worth it. I'm just giving those guys up. And, and I love Obi too. I love Me I too. love what he brings to the team when he's on the floor. I mean, the whole dynamic of all... It doesn't matter the other four players that are with him. The whole dynamic of this team changes when he's on the court. But still, even that yep. being said... it. it I mean, it may it may change that minute, those two minutes. You know, if they go, you know, they get a couple of quick baskets, fast breaks, and that means you know means something in that game. It's it's not bringing you more than five wins in a season, and sure as hell enough is not bringing you anything that's worth giving up. Not getting down to Mitchell on this team, which is and let's going face to it, give you extra wins. And let's face it, is Quinn is uh, either Obi Toppin or Quinn ever going to rise to the level of Donovan Mitchell? No. And Donovan Mitchell's already there. Right. And he's a year older than Obi. Yeah. Does it scare you, the idea of having that tiny of a backcourt? The, the small backcourt doesn't bother me as much as I know how poor Donovan Mitchell's defense is. It, it, it's awful. It's atrocious. doesn't matter if it's the playoffs. He doesn't step it up. You know, he's a traffic cone is basically what he is. But... His offensive talent is undeniable. And sometimes you got to live with the fact that he's not going to give it to you on that side of the court, but he's going to make up for it whether he gives you on that side of the court. And that's what you got to deal with. Um, and I, I know people say, oh, you know, you get the right coach behind him. He gets motivated. Anybody could play defense. Come on, he's been in the league a few years now. I'm not expecting that to happen, but I'm, I'm willing to accept it. Some guys, you have to. Listen, it's uh if we get Donovan Mitchell and our starting lineup is Mitchell, Brunson, RJ, Randall, and Mitchell, Robinson. Come on. Uh, well, I'm gonna say it's no, it's a I'm very saying, it's a I'm very it's a very flawed happy. there's a lot of flaws there though. Fine. Right? We know that. It's not a perfect I'll work team. through the fucking flaws. I mean there's a lot of shooting questions <laughs> with or three there's like no three point shooting potentially with these guys. In that starting lineup, there's the problems, like you said, the small backcourt. I think shooting is a problem with that group. Um, Donovan has, historically isn't a great three point shooter. RJ isn't. And what are Brunson's numbers from there? It can't be that good. 
Does that elevate Randall, the value? Randall had one 40, shot 40% a couple of years ago. But other than that, he's a 30-something percent three-point shooter. Yeah. And we know Mitchell Robinson will probably break out the three this year. No, we all know you, that's what? coming. I don't think so. <laughs> Mitchell Robinson might be the best three-point shooter of the group in that group. Does that what? get them out of the play-in tournament, though? Well, I was about to say that yes. it's a flawed lineup, but a, a lot of why I want Mitchell is to see if we can get someone else to join him. And then I mean, who knows what happens. Is that better than Boston or Philly, Miami, the Nets? Uh, well, listen, we can't no, predict the future, Toronto, Jay, but it gives no, them – you, you don't know how Cleveland, it's going to play out, but – Atlanta? Don't worry about I I I can't worry about that stuff. I don't. I hate. I mean, looking was, was, at and trying to figure out where we are. Was in two the te- years top ago, 10. the team that they put out on the floor two years ago was that worthy of a fourth seed? No, it wasn't. It wasn't, got- and yet they they did it. You don't know how it's going to play out. We don't know All what you their do identity is going to be. You know, your best ducks in a row, and if this is the lineup that you got, I mean, that's pretty good. And I would go into that season with this lineup. Come on, best yeah, lineup we, in we, years. Try not to think about where we end up, but but. How many wins did we win last year? 37? Mm. Like, how many more wins does having Brunson and Donovan Mitchell in that starting lineup get us? It's like eight more wins a year, and you're in like 45 to 50 wins a season. It's a big improvement. The fact that the Knicks can have a consistent point guard in Jalen Brunson, I'm, look, I'm not looking for Jalen Brunson to be an all-star point guard. I'm not expecting to be a, a Chris Ball or, you know, or Steph Curry, any, any of these guys. I'm expecting to be competent. And consistent, and not just a, a space filler like Alec Burks, or a guy like Alfred Payton, who's extremely one-dimensional. I'm looking at a guy that can make things happen, and that you know what you're going to get. Now you could actually—I mean, I don't know if Thibodeau has it in him, but maybe you could be creative on offense. You can get a couple of different looks. But I think Jalen Brunson is going to bring a lot for that. Yeah, I agree. We've seen how much better our team is, and teams in general, when they have a decent point guard. And you've seen it with the Knicks over these years of misery when you get Raymond Felton or Jason Kidd or um, or Derek Rose when he came and he made such a difference because he is a competent point guard that that was so much better than... It's obviously a billion times better than having Alec Burks run the point. So when Jalen Brunson's in there every single night, you know who the starter is and he's one of the more consistent players in the league. Yeah. It's going to make... A, I think it's going to have like a Derek Rose type impact from a couple of years ago from a couple of years ago. Yeah. And then add, add Mitchell to that. I mean, Julius Randle could, might be like our fourth option. That's a big improvement from a couple of years ago where he was our why, number one. Why is there no talk of Cam Reddish being included in this deal? There have been talks today, actually, about the I Lakers mean, being interested in him. And then there were all... I think Jake Fisher reported that in the latest iterations of the deal with the Jazz... Rudy Gay was coming to the Knicks and a salary that would match his or would make sense to make that work would be Cam Reddish. I, mean, I, I don't I don't no think that Cam Reddish I just don't I don't I think most of the NBA it's not they're not that high on Cam Reddish. That's why you're not hearing much. But he could be in right. the deal. He's definitely a t- in my opinion a tier below <laughs> these other guys yeah. like OB Grimes and Quickly. You consider Even him Fournier. at the same level? Even Fournier, at least you know what you're getting with Fournier. He's a reliable shooter, which a lot of teams covet. Yeah, listen, Fournier is in the deal to make the salary work, right? Like, he's going to be in the deal. And he's an asset. I mean, again, if he ends up on a third team like the Lakers, the Lakers would be fucking happy to have him. 
All right, guys. So normally this is the time of the show where we hit that sexy music. And I know a lot of you look forward to it. I know Ralph hates it. I know some people love it. Some people hate it. Just like our intro music. It's probably not appropriate to play this music right no. now. Right? No. I don't even think you can order from them. So maybe no, just... You can't do We're not, we right can't now. even do a Clarkson Avenue ad read right now. And I don't even want to reach out to them to ask them if we should or shouldn't be. So we're just stopping. Yeah. Because they're they're on a hiatus themselves. Blandy, you're the newsman. Let's get the news music coming in. Why don't you break the news as far as what's going on? Yeah, well, uh, on um, August 10th, I guess, there was a big gas explosion at the food incubator where they make their cakes. They uh, make their cakes there. Uh, I think North Fork uh, Donut Company makes their cakes there also. Uh, so there was a big gas explosion. And somebody was uh, severely injured. Uh, and at that point, they announced that they didn't have any idea if they were going to be able to get back into that location anytime soon, if if at all. Uh, so for right now, they, they cannot accept any offers. And there's been no update uh, on the website or on their Instagram uh, page since then. So that's what, a little over, almost three weeks ago. Three weeks ago today, actually, is when it, when it happened so they're not taking any orders they can't they can't do anything right now now when you told me that news i actually this is actually it's better news than i thought it was i guess i didn't read too much into it when you texted it so it's someone they don't it's not when i think of clarkson i think of like these three people who are part of the company right but one of them they're not they're all okay Yes, right? I, I guess it must be a facility that they share with other companies, and there was some kind of issue. Somebody who I guess not related to their company, because it doesn't say one of our workers; it just says one individual. Um, but they they can't get access to the factory because the damage was so severe. So, so no Clarkson Avenue right now. No, maybe it's maybe it's for the best for you guys. Oh, for my me, two, it definitely is. My two pre-diabetic co-host yeah barry we haven't spoken to you since you were (laughs) barry has what blandy has you you mocked me when i said what i that i was pre-diabetic and then right i said everybody's pre-diabetic it it bit you in the ass yeah and now you are doing my thing and did you ever get your numbers i have like a ldl number which What's I that? think is your your bad cholesterol. Your, yeah, that's the bad. So I think it's like one twelve or one twenty one. Is that good or bad, Jay? It's bad. It's supposed to be bad. Jay, what's yours? Um, I could tell you right now. But you know, small world. Um, regarding the gas, there was a gas explosion at a cheese factory in France. All that was left was debris. Oh. <laughs> oh wow! Are we really doing cheese? It jokes? should be. It should be less than a hundred. Mine was one twenty-six. You're saying yours is what? One twelve or so? One twenty-one, I think. Oh, one twenty-one. All right. So you're just as bad as I am. Cool. You Are go. you going on meds? No, I'm not going on meds. I'm going to fix this uh, the natural way. Oh, they put me on meds. You right don't, away. but you don't eat desserts. You don't eat desserts and shit like Blandy, right? Not like him, but but no, I've been I've been like off the rails like the last six months. You have so, been. But since I got the news a couple of weeks ago, I've been really good. Even in Florida, when I was on vacation, I've been really good. Eating really good. I'm down ten pounds in the last month. Nice. So nice. Nice. I've been I watching. Just need what a I little eat. kick in the ass. Eat healthy. Blandy, it's it's that time. It's been a while. You're out of practice. 
But this is the news with Blanderson Hooper. Presented by, well, formerly presented by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company. When they come back, we expect our listeners to, you know, welcome them back with open arms and they're gonna show need them it. some love. Yeah. For the weeks they, that they missed. They, they are. They are going to need it because who? You're going to need our support. It's just a small family run company, you know? This could be debilitating yeah. for them. I mean, Nick, Knicks fans, they're Knicks fans. Yeah. And right now they're struggling like all of us with Donovan Mitchell. And on top of that, they can't make their crumb cakes and we can't eat them. So no, the summer is even worse than we could have ever imagined. I wonder if like mom's just baking ones individually like in her house, in her kitchen. So that way they could sell them at like, you know, farmer's markets. I'm stuff. surprised you haven't asked about that, actually. I could reach out if you want. All right, Blandy, what do you got for us today? I told you All to right, keep it short. Stories. Are we keeping it yes. short? I yeah. got I got three. Just uh, really quickly, the uh, the league announced COVID protocols for this year, um, which are just any unvaccinated players or team personnel must submit to a weekly COVID test. That's basically it. Um, face masks will no longer be required. It's like most of society where it's basically just gone back to the way things were pre-COVID. Um, there are special exceptions like f- for this weekly testing, like if an unvaccinated player has COVID, they've got a little bit of leeway after they've gotten over it with, until they have to be tested again. Uh, Chet Holmgren, the number two pick in the draft out of uh, the Magic, is out for the year with a Liz Frank injury in his right foot that he suffered, uh, I believe, when LeBron blew by him at some Pro-Am game, right? In the, was it the Drew League? It was definitely a program game. It was like right at the beginning of the game, yeah. Um, yeah. So he is out for uh, the season. Liz Frank injuries, it, it all depends. Uh, they they can be pretty bad. And a guy his size, it's probably not, you know, the last thing you want is a foot injury when, when you're somebody uh, that big. Uh, and then the only other thing is uh, there's been a, you know, a, a slew of players that have gotten in trouble in the law recently or with the law over the summer. And the most recent was uh, Torian Prince of the Wolves was arrested in Miami the other day trying to leave the uh, country due to an outstanding warrant from a traffic stop back in Texas in May when they found two handguns and a vape pen with THC and marijuana as well as an expired registration. So he didn't even know that there was a warrant out for his arrest, according to, to him. Um, but you told me to keep it short. I mean, lots of stuff has happened since the last. Are you time leaving we out on. great stuff? Because no, I don't. I mean, yeah, I haven't heard anything great yet. Yeah, so. nothing. So that's the way <laughs> the basketball bounces. Thank God I asked you to keep it short. Oh my God, there, there wasn't a lot. Well, the Chet Home Grin thing is a big one. And then other stuff is Prince, old news by an now. expired registration and some handguns. Yeah, all that other stuff is like I just COVID stuff is like yesterday or today it was announced. You know, Chet Holmgren, who didn't see that coming? That body. Well, you didn't think he's got that Barry Dworkin high school body, you know? Yes. Get that motherfucker on an egg diet. <laughs> Get him on a raw egg diet. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Heal that Liz Frank right you up. You know, when you sent those photos of you at, um, you know, we both watched that Netflix doc. Oh, Woodstock. When I was stuck in my room with COVID. Wood, the Woodstock uh, 99. Yeah. Um, you sent those photos and I was like obsessed. Not obsessed. I shouldn't say obsessed because that makes it come off weird. But there was one photo of you like shirtless. Right. 
with your girlfriend at the time. Right. And I was like, yeah, he was, uh, that was when he was on that rag diet. Sure. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's, he's in his 20s in that photo. No, I was, I, I was 20. I was 21. 20. So the rag 20. diet was high school, Jay? I wasn't 21 yet. There was no rag diet, but you're the one who said it was in high school. You oh, put yeah, that, that was, in that high was after high school. Well, regardless, seeing you shirtless <laughs> reminded me of you needing the rug diet. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's going to do it for today's show, guys. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnickslife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can follow Blandy at Blandy Hooper. And the phone lines are officially open for season six, guys. You can call us. That's right. You don't need an invitation. You can call anytime. Question is on your mind. Just pops in your head. We'll answer it on the next episode. Phone number is 516-33. I, I almost <laughs> forgot. forgot it. It's been that fucking long. 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-PATRICK-EWING-MESH-TOPPIN. Make it as hard as it can be. Here. Here's the numbers since nobody does this anymore why not it's, it's five on the, it says it no it's not it's not on, on your on phone. Cell phone open up your keypad on your cell phone it has the little letters over the number if you forget yeah it does you're right yeah, there. 516-336-3741 when donovan mitchell gets traded to us or to someone else call mm. it'll be in the next show all right when he's traded this labor day weekend i want to hear you what's what? up with db and his dog you know, we haven't yes. heard from Brandon. What's yes. D.B. Is your dog still alive, yes. D.B.? Brandon. What, what's up Manny. with Ralph? Dentist Dr. Manny. Manny, I, we haven't heard from in years. Mm. Manny, if you're alive, if you're still listening, call us. I mean, Ralph. Ralph, what are Ralph and his wife watching now with no basketball? What, Ralph, what I will say this. And you know what? It would have been nice of me to put it in the show, but I'm very against WNBA basketball. <laughs> he was calling me after Liberty Games. Really? Yeah. Did wow. they like go to the playoffs or the championship or anything like that? The playoffs, because they've got okay. one of the best players in the in the WNBA, Sabrina Ionescu. Ionescu. Hold on, because he was pretty excited. You know what? Since I'm saying it, we should just we should get it going. Here. Yeah, they've got one of the top yeah. players in the NBA. New York Liberty win. They beat the Chicago Sky, who were the champions. Now they're up. One game to nothing in their playoffs. <laughs> Shit, hell, fuck. Oh. <laughs> and Dr. Dickey. Where's Dr. Dickey? What yeah, are you exactly. up to? What's he doing? How's, Dr. He, Dickey, how's truck driving treating him? How's our website coming, Dr. Dickey? I don't want to hold you to it or anything because you're doing it for free. <laughs> but like nine months ago, you said you were going to make a website for us. I gave him all of our graphics. He did ask for headshots, which I never followed through with. I really do want to know about DB and the dog. That's your number one? Yeah, I want to know about the dog. What's going on with the dog? Yeah, you still got that asshole dog? Where is Is he? Is the dog dead? Right. Is he still an asshole? What's going on? Didn't we used to think that he was like jerking off when he called, but he was just out of breath walking his dog? Because he was out of breath walking the dog. All right, if you like our show, leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you listen. Any final words? You guys excited for the new season? Yes. We're coming back every other day, by the way. Mm. New 
schedule. We do a podcast every other day. Landy's excited about it. What? I said I don't buy that. Yeah, it's not true. It's is right through it. We're just trying to scare the shit out of Landy. Barry and I were trying to sell him on that. There's just no. Right. (laughs) Work just started up again every day. We're like, well, we're doing podcasts every other day. And there may be a meetup. There may be a meetup coming up. It's not official. What was that? What were you just playing? That was Mitch. <laughs> Mitchell Mitch Robinson telling Mitch Berman to relax. relax. about the every other day. Oh, play that again because oh, I was I talking to Mitch. Over relax. Relax. <laughs> I'm just going to plug a p- possible Knicks meetup, Barry. Think that's a good idea? It's a little preemptive. It's a little I mean, preemptive, is- but it's only like a month and a half away. Yeah, it's a month and a half away. Shouldn't right. you let the uh, the organizer plug it? Probably. Let's let's keep it. You, you know, everybody just <laughs> pretend like There might like be you a meetup in the future. There might be a big meetup on opening night somewhere <laughs> with someone. <laughs> so if you got any trips you're planning, maybe you want to be in New York on opening night. People need to plan their lives, Barry. It's true. All right, guys. This episode has been presented by Bet Online. It is a hard Nick's life. They're making me do that. You know, I don't. I was going to say, I was going to say that thank you to Bet Online for paying us, even when we weren't doing podcasts. I got to fuck another Vembo check. I know. I don't even know. I know. Do you know why, Barry? Because I was, I, I shared those numbers with you. People still listen. So even though we're not doing podcasts. That's great. Oh. I got, like, we're getting paid. You know, yeah, I got some, some change. It is nice. I was actually like, is this a mistake? Why? How are we getting money? I don't even right know because it goes right to Allison. So I don't oh. have any idea. Yeah, see, I got it. I was like, what the fuck? We haven't fucking recorded in two months. By the way, this is going in the show. So. It's a hard Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.